So brother number one of a kind and today I'm here to talk about government shutdown um, to an extent Donald Trump stuff that's that's coming to light the Republican voting base how stupid they are Monique and Netflix and I also want to dive in, in I'm gonna transition Monique into when was March of 2018 so um, this government shutdown man I have to say you know, I've, I've been in my adult life because whatever happened when I was a teenager or a child don't count because you don't care. You don't have mind for these things. But looking at this government shutdown um, happening twice in my adult life, it's really baffling to me on how anybody could blame Democrats for uh, this, this one here. It's first and foremost, government shutdown is not a... Uh, it's not a democratic tactic. It's not a tactic that they fulfill. It's a Republican tactic. So, you know, this is going to transition to just how stupid people are, like the voting base, because there's no fucking way you can convince you should. There's no way that one should be can be convinced that it's Democrats' fault. You know, blaming Democrats on now this is not to have it so that these guys are off the, you know, off, you know, are in the clear. But in this case, this is a, this is a unique, this is uniquely a Republican thing. They joined to shut down government. They want less government. A government shutdown equals less government, doesn't it? I mean, it's not literally, literally less government. Anyway, like seeing, watching Republicans attempt to blame Democrats on their government shutdown when Republicans, they own the presidency, they run uh, the Senate, they run the um, House of Representatives, they also have majority in the judicial branch. They, they, they own all three branches of government. So, so with this level of ownership, it's categorically absurd to see this set of folks, this tribe, this political tribe, Attempt to place blame elsewhere. That, I mean, it, the equivalent of this is you know is something like, all right, what if you saw a grown man and he refused to pay his light bill, he, he re- refused to pay his electric bill for his house, and he says, well, you know, my child, you know, my child, my children, they all got D's in school. That's why you know these bills are not getting paid. That makes no sense. Like you are the owner. You're the one responsible. You are in charge. A person in charge or a group in charge cannot place blame elsewhere. They're they're in charge. They're behind the wheel. Um, so for the most part, looking at it all, they want to um they want taxpayer money to build a fucking wall. Man, I'm in Arizona, man. There's a wall, there's a wall already there. What the fuck are they talking about? This fucking wall thing. This wall thing is Another another concept construct invented to make white people feel good. I said it before and I'll say it again. America is a drug and most black folks, especially like social politically aware black folks, they're not going to we don't get this drug. We don't know what it feels like. 
we, we see it. It's almost like being an atheist and you're in church and you see somebody catch the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you're like, why is this person dancing? I mean, it's just music. I mean, just church music. What's going on? The the preacher's just speaking. Why is this person dancing in the middle of an aisle? That's what it feels like to be black, watching white folks get high off of um, these these racial constructs, such as building a wall. Now, being all anti-immigrant and stuff. The thing that blows me is that White people, when they engage in like this anti-immigration politics and stuff, is that they they act as if they're indigenous peoples of America, and this uh, this blows my mind. This is frustrating because white folks are not the indigenous folks of America. Indigenous meaning that they literally come from they they're 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 rooted here, you know, like like a raccoon or um, or a coyote. Like they're from America. No, they're not from America. They're not from this continent. This continent don't belong to them. And the funny thing about whiteness is that like this, this notion, this invisible notion is so fierce that if an alien came from outer space and saw this planet, they will probably think white folks came from America and then colonized Europe versus the other way around. I mean, if you look at it, if you close your eyes, look at it objectively, you really, you're like, damn, that, that does make sense. It does look like white people came from America and Europeans are um, uh, a byproduct. But that's not the case. They came from you know, they came from Europe. The craziest European motherfuckers hopped on boats and came way out here. Everybody like pilgrims, folks want to dress head to toe. And not wash and not and, and not clean themselves. No deodorant off funky and shit. Anyway, um, yeah, white folks are not indigenous peoples of America. And I think, you know, it's our duty as black folks to remind white folks of this fact. They're not, you know, you're not indigenous people of America. You're not default Americans, you're not default humans. They need they need that wake up call, man. The government shutdown. <laughs> Blame it on Democrats. Democrats, they, they have their own problems, but good Lord almighty, you cannot own, you cannot run all three branches of government, like executive, that's the president and his staff, legislative, that is Senate, Senate and House of Representatives, and judicial, that's Supreme Court. So you have, so for, for folks who need this, Fourth grade uh, social social studies lesson, president, executive branch, you know, head guy and head face in charge. You have, you know, that governs execute the execution of said tasks. You have legislative branch. They make laws. They write laws out. They invent laws. Then you have the judicial branch who who um, interpret laws. Republican, Republican, Republican. There's no way. That's like, okay, um, seeing somebody up in here, like Taya, Sarah, you know, like, or uh, Stephanie here saying that, okay, so the lights went out in my house because I didn't pay my light bill. I didn't pay electric bill. And I'm blaming one of y'all the fact that I haven't, play, I haven't paid my bill. That's what it's like. Y'all don't own this. Y'all don't own none of this. It's like, okay, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do a podcast because 
um, you know, yeah, I didn't pay the electric bill. No, no, that's I'm in charge. And a funny thing about Republicans is that they like to speak a lot on like the conservative brand in America. They like to speak a lot on personal responsibility. They like to speak on like, you know, no handouts and personal responsibilities and stuff like that. If they if, if they really want to build a wall, why don't they do it themselves? There's a lot of white people out here in Arizona and these border like the southern border states that show up with their guns and walk up and down the, the uh walk up and down the um the border, you know, they're racist crazy asses. So if white folks are fully capable of volunteering to just patrol the border and stuff like that and look for folks to shoot and terrorize, why don't they volunteer to build their own motherfucking wall? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? Why don't they just show up there and start laying brick by brick by themselves? Start making their own brick and start laying it. We need no fucking taxpayer money for that shit. You know, and and it's and a funny thing about that is that realistically, like in stop clock mode, America would make more money by allowing immigrants and making it like an easier way for immigrants to become American so they can rightfully pay taxes because taxes is how governments make money. Right. So like from their own people. So, yeah, why not just Americanize the motherfuckers that's here or folks who want to be American? So they rightfully, so you can rightfully tax their ass. I mean, common sense is, is this, you know, such a foreign concept? Maybe it is. They're going to build a wall to block common sense too. All right. um, So another thing that came out was the fact that Donald Trump, he, (laughs) he he said something at at an anti-abortion rally saying that uh, there is a problem, I'm paraphrasing here, but he found he found issues with the fact that children are born after nine months of pregnancy. <sighs> Boy, this, this, he, y'all voted him for president, you know. Donald Trump has a problem with, he finds fault with the fact that there's children born after nine months of pregnancy. You can't, you can't get this stupid. You can't, you can't get more dumb. That's really dumb. There's no way in hell anybody could convince me that rich folks are smarter than uh, those who are not rich. We got shit like that going on. There's no way. Um, Another Trump thing is the fact that, you know, Trump was laying pipes to fucking porn stars and shit. There's a porn star named Stormy Daniels. And she let Trump hit it in the hotel back when he, you know, when he was married to, I think he was married to Melania or not. Yo. You know, the Republican Party cannot, cannot say that they are the party of morality. You know, they can't do that anymore. Y'all need to call these folks out, man. Conservative folks, they can't, they can't do that. Because you have a guy fucking Bama's out of wedlock porn stars at that I you know I don't know what's the, the mind of a porn star I, 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 I cannot fathom but for Stormy Daniels ugh 
Ew. <laughs> ew. That's that. Ew. You fuck Trump? Ew. Oh, damn, girl. You dirty, nasty. Shit. <laughs> I can't believe. Ugh, young. <laughs> this lady, done, she saw Donald Trump and was like, you know what? I, I, I let him smash. I let him hit. What the fuck? It? Ugh. It's ill. But imagine, if you will, if President Obama, he... Like, you know, before he became president, it's been found out that he, like, laid pipes to Jada Fire, a fucking porn star out there. What would happen? What do you, like, what, what do you think would happen if, if President Obama, you know, in, like, back, okay, so he got voted in 08, so, like, in, 0, in 07, 06, 2006, he laid pipe to Jada Fire, you know, some porn, ch- porn chick or whatever. What would happen? What, what would happen in Donald Trump and, and Obama's presidency if it's been found that President Obama fucked the porn star, you know, while he, like, you know, out of wedlock, like, while he's been married? You never hear the end of it. You'll, like, you know, you'll talk, you know, everybody will talk about black men and, you know, blah, 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 you know, can't, you know, control our dicks, blah, blah. Blah, you know, and he would have been he, 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 he wouldn't be president long. Trump, however, he can do whatever the hell he wants. It's so bad that we can't even like talk about this dude in the workplace because he's like such a shitty person. You can't, you know, to talk about Donald Trump honestly could get you in trouble in the workplace. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Keontae, she says there'd be no more Obama. He wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have even stood a chance. But it's 45. But 45 is white. And this whole thing sounds about white. Yeah, that's true. Stephanie said uh, Obama's smart. If he did do it, he would. He would have told it first. Yeah. If don't. If, if President Obama, if Barack Obama smashed a porn chick before he was the president. He'll actually like be up front and talk about it. He he'll be that guy. He'll he'll word it out with a nice little, nice warm, warm baritone voice, and the crowd will go wild or something maybe. But yeah, he'll actually try to uh, voice it out. And the voting base of Republicans, y'all y'all some fucking stupid. I remember. Uh, all right, I'll talk about that later. Let's uh let's slide into um monique okay so for those who have not been following monique is a black uh comic actress who's been putting in a whole lot of work for decades i remember monique from like the 90s i I think maybe even the mid early 90s but anyway monique has been putting in work for a very long time and you know honestly uh, something happened where She's been kind of like blackballed because she, I think she mentioned a reference racism in Hollywood. So folks don't want to hire her anymore. And I haven't seen Monique anything ever since uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, which is an amazing movie. I highly recommend folks seeing it. As a matter of fact, I'll probably see it after, after this podcast. But 
I'm really hurt to, to see that Monique has not been been able to like put in. Not, she hasn't been given the opportunity to put in work like she should. So when it comes to being a comic actor, you can do. There's two. There's two things you can do. You could. Let me rewind back. Okay, so when it comes to comedians, there's roughly three or four types. You have the com- the, the comedy cat, the comedian who is funny because they look funny, they look and sound funny, you know, and uh, like they're physical actors, like say Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, I don't know too much about his stand-up, but he looks funny. He, he's a guy who would be looking funny all the time. That's one. The Bama that looks funny, that's one. Rubber face cats, whatever, that's one. Two, the person um, the person is able to, you know, deliver jokes. <laughs> deliver jokes. All right. That's um, that's definitely uh, the second type. The third type is the one that, you know, acts funny. You know, um, the one that is really good with the movies and stuff like that. Now, um, a lot of times there's like a hybrid, like there's a, a triangle where they um, they bounce from all three in a way. You know, some more than others. You know, Kevin Hart, he's um, he's been he has a, a decent stand up. He has he has great stand ups now. He's pretty funny on TV. Um, he definitely looks funny when he when he's when he's on. Um, Chris Rock. Is definitely um, hilarious. He's a political comedian. He likes to talk about um, the issues and stuff like that. Make folks laugh at him. I'm probably get, yeah um, laugh at issues and stuff like that. You have um, what else? What else? What else? Anyway, let me. I digress. Um, Monique, I really, I really want to see her in more stuff. I think it'd be great if she was doing. Um, she was doing, um, it'd be great if she was doing stand-up. i like to see that. i like to see her in more movies, especially when she gets to bank off of other comedians, like Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, right? So, um, Monique, she challenged the black community to boycott Netflix because she cannot strike a deal. Uh, she pointed to the fact that Amy Schumer, this, um, white comedian, female comedian who looks like, you know, she looks like Sarah Huckabee Sanders with a blonde wig. Anyway, you have Amy Schumer. She got paid far more, like far more money than Monique. And she's a bit upset about that. And honestly, I'll say, yeah, she can be upset about that because, um, Amy, Amy Schumer is not that funny. She's not that funny. Amy, Schu- Amy Schumer seems to me to be sim- like one of those great white hype types that folks gave her a chance because she has access and l- like let her rip. She's not that funny. And most and I think that I think a lot of white folks, you know, they want to see a white person um, on stage. You know, but real talk, Amy Schumer ain't that damn funny. I think <clears throat> When it comes to comedy, um, comedy come, typically comes from a position of pain. So the folks who've been through the most are usually the funniest. And, you know, behind every joke is a victim. 
there's a victim of every single joke. Now, if you are a person who, if you're a comedian and the victim of your joke is always someone else other than you, you may not seem that funny, but if the, if the victim of the joke is yourself and you're good at that, um, you probably be, be you know, viewed as more funny. You know, so Amy Schumer, I'm not really seeing, I'm not really seeing how, why she's so great. Looks like a, a bag full of freaking eggs or something. Anyway, um, Monique though, man, I mean, boycott Netflix? I can't participate because I don't have Netflix. But objectively speaking, I think that's radically unfair. You're, you're asking someone to, asking a mass of folks to boycott a an entire network. You know, um, so so I mean, all right. So I'm a, I'm a fan of Luke Cage, Punisher, those TV shows, right? The Marvel TV shows on Netflix, right? So you know, hypothetically speaking. She's she's telling me to boycott Luke Cage. Nah, that's that's no. Uh, I'm not I'm not seeing it. I wish I wish there's another way for her though, because I really do want to see Monique, and she really does like her intent is on point. Her intent is on point. I really do want to see Monique actually get work. She deserves work. She's put in time. She's she's definitely better than Amy Amy fucking Junior. But uh, I'm not her, her boycott. I'm not really seeing it. Um, th this it kind of reminds me of something else where um, where stars, a network, a cable network, they um, they're letting everybody know that Optimum has dropped stars. So you're seeing a whole lot of um, you know you might see a whole lot of ads all over the internet, you know, saying like uh, you know Optimum dropped stars. You know, so y'all like everybody call Optimum, tell them to uh, to fix the situation. Me, I'm like, what the fuck is Opt Optimum? I've learned that it's a um, it's like Comcast or Cox Television, whatever else, and um, you know, Comcast or you know, all this is is a cable network. It's a cable system. It's a cable provider that's in the Upper East Coast, like New York, New Jersey, something like that. I'm like. What the fuck that has to do with me? Why am I seeing these ads? I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call Optimum. I don't. I don't even have Optimum. There's Cox and Comcast out here, so it's kind of like that. It's it's gonna annoy people if you if you ask folks to do things that are like totally out of their range. I, I mean, once again, I really do wish Monique get that work. Hope she seals that deal for those who want to participate in her um, boycott. Speaking of boycotts, you can't boycott something you don't use, you don't have. I don't have Netflix. I don't use Netflix. Uh, you, you just can't. You just can't. It's like when folks are saying they're boycotting H&M when they made they had that that little black child wear the, the the best monkey in the jungle shirt or whatever. You can't boycott something that you don't use. And then you got folks saying they're going to boycott H&M, but they still watch NFL though. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, um. Yeah, Monique, I mean, much love. I hope, hope it works out for you, babe, because uh, I have no idea. All right, Floyd Bates says, anyone, anytime someone mention, mentions boycott, asks, what is their desired end goal? Yeah. Okay, I guess for Monique, her desired end goal is to seal that deal, you know, with Netflix. But 
I'm not I'm not seeing it. Like, like some people like to draw comparisons to other times where a, a celebrity mentioned uh, they asked for a boycott of something. Like say back in, um, a couple of years ago, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith, they're talking about, well, Jada Pinkett, she said she wanted folks to boycott the Oscars. Well, that's one show. Yeah, folks can boycott Oscars. Oscars so white. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, sure. But entire Netflix, I mean, entire network, I'm not seeing it. It's like, okay, I want everybody to boycott HBO. Why? Why? How? How? So, um, I'll say it again. I hope she's all right, but... Ugh, I'm not. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing how this that boycott is going to work. Her tactics are um, are not are not are not there. All right. So the next one up will be the Women's March of 2018. So much time I got. Yeah, I got some time. All right. So the Women's March of 2018. I didn't know that there's a motherfucking Women's March this year. I ain't know they're going to do that mess every year. I'm just now learning that they're going to do it every year, and. Um, I'm a bit blown about it because I'm a street photographer and I like to be out there on the streets when folks are out there. You know, I like to be on the streets of political events, um, social events, um, big activities, protests, riots. I do it all and I have the photography to prove it. So, uh, so I'm sitting up up in here like reading, trying to research stuff and write things out, play video games. I just realized, found out there's another goddamn woman's march. They showed on TV a um, a bunch of chicks, a bunch of folks in Washington, D.C. It's totally crowded. And one of the things about, because I was there last year, one of the things about the woman's march is that it's very, it's so crowded that your cell phone stopped working. So it's it can definitely be a terror threat because, you know, folks can't use their cell like. If a car or something bomb blows up and all those folks get hit, it's pretty hard to call the ambulance and get emergency medical personnel to do their jobs. Um, so when it comes to these ladies and this the thing, these things they call pussy hats, why can't they just call them cat hats? Cat ears, pussy hats. It, the hat don't look like a pussy. It looks like a cat. Anyway, the um, the pussy hats and stuff is like this is my question to. All these women protesting out there. Is this protest like, are, are y'all protesting just in the moment and that's it? Is this like a get together, like church? You know, you, you go there and you, you, you share the moment in the moment and that's it. Because I want to see somebody like with this pussy hat on, wear that thing to work. You know, actually wear it outside of that protest. Because looking at the nature of protest, how protest protesting should work, you you don't cut it off. You feel me? You don't cut it off. Your if your standpoint is say women's health and women whatever uh, women rights, you should actually showcase that everywhere. It's not just not just at a protest, but in the workplace or. You know, among your friends, among your peers, your family, like be heard, take up space. But if y'all not doing that, if, like if y'all not showing up to work and play and things beyond that protest without like with that fucking hat on, 
I don't care. Like no one, no one care. Like you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You know if you. Sorry, are you in the video? You in the yes, video? I'm in the video. Want to say hi? Yeah, it's space time. Yeah, space time. I ain't scared. Sure. <laughs> what up, guys? It's Davey Magnoli in the piece. <laughs> what you talking about, man? Um, I talk about the government shutdown. I talk about Trump saying that um it was problematic that children are born after nine months. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he actually said that. <laughs> oh, All right. Um. And, you know, Donald Trump, he laid pipe to a porn, a porn star named Stormy Daniels. And I talked about, all right, so what if um, what if President Obama in 2006 laid pipe to Jada Fire? Come on, we know, we know what happened? <laughs> bro, his, his first lady is a porn star, man. So, Millennia Trump? Yes, bro. Technically, yeah, you're right. Exactly. She did, um, she did still shot photography, you know, photographic porn. You're yeah, right. She's in there. Yeah, she did nudes. Um... I talked about the GOP vote voting base, the government shutdown, and the total package from above. I mentioned Monique and her. Um, she wants folks to to boycott Netflix. I'm out of here. Yeah, I wasn't really. Monique, yeah, bro, she lost all that weight and went left, bro. She fucked up. She <laughs> lost all that weight. She lost it. I mean, gotta take a look at her again. She lost the weight. I didn't notice that. She's still kind of kind of big. Folks want to play spades now. Yeah, he's Euro, so it's okay. Oh, all right. Sean, you want to have some words uh, to break with us? Got some words to share? Yeah, um, yeah, folks are in the house and all out and everything, busting all in like Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee kicking doors down. And yeah, fuck the podcast up. And that's what happens when you have a house. <laughs> oh man yeah though um, yeah the woman's march though man if y'all ladies out here and if you uh, you're talking about like y'all protest y'all saying this protest won't happen every year well technically this you know it should be happening all year regardless okay it should be happening all year regardless you should if you want to wear this pussy hat in Washington D.C. in these streets you need to wear that pussy hat where you work, you need to wear it in church, you need to wear it in the street, you can like walk into your car, taking the trash out, and you know, that thing must not come off. You need to be, you need like, protests need to be on, when, when it comes to justice, if that's your case, it needs to be on 24-7, you don't, it's no, you, you know, it's kind of like in the rap game back in the day, when folks hated fake rappers, they had to call the thing called a studio gangster, you know, or halfway crooks. That's what uh, that's what that's the thing they used to say back in the day. So it's kind of like that. There's no halfway crooks here, halfway protesters or studio gangster types. You know, you gotta do it. You gotta be about it 24 hours, seven days a week, not one day out of a year. Number two, if these white folks are listening. Um, quit demanding black women join you, right? Quit demanding black women join you because quit demanding the voices of black women. You know, I always said that when it comes to white feminism, 
it's really a, a grand scale appropriation of black women. You know, they want to be like how black women are with, within a black community, have that strength. You know, they'll never, you'll never, white ladies, y'all never had that strength. No matter how many black men you sleep with, it'll just never happen. I mean, how many micro braids put in your head? It will never, ever happen. You'll never have a black woman's strength. Um, y'all are gonna have to stop asking or demanding or coercing, coercing black women to join your fight, okay? Because your struggle does not include black women. Should, but but it don't. Black women um, joining this uh, this women's march thing. When things are said and done, if or when those white women win, those black women be thrown to the side like like a fucking wet French fry. Yeah, I'm now, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not being up in here like, okay, me with my dick having self telling black women what to do, but I'm just stating, I'm just making an observation. More or, more or less, I'm talking to white women, white people anyway, some of the white folks to quit. But yeah, though, I mean, so when I'm there as a street photographer, what I'm doing is, um, what I'm doing is uh, I'm there for the black folks there, man. I'm there for the black folks. I want I want to be there. I'm there to find us and photograph us because I would you know I was in DC when it happened, but I didn't catch this joint. But there's a um, there is a great photo. It like it took on iPhone too. It's so fucking whack of this black woman who uh, was holding this particular sign. Forgot what it says, but she's I think she has a lollipop in her head in her mouth too. And she's kinda like looking to the side holding the sign. I was like, man, it would be mad nice if I would have took if I would have took that photograph. So I, I I do I work wonders with photography, so yeah. Oh, Floyd Bates, he said, um, they, white women, want the power of black women without the burden of melanin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They want to be, they want to be like, they want to be like how black women are within the black community as like, they want to bring that to the white community with their lady selves. Um, it'll never happen. And we, we need to continue to call folks out when they, when they attempt to try. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I don't have anything else, uh, to reference mention. Talk about the government shutdown, Trump and those nine, those crazy nine months, him slamming the porn star, uh, you know, Monique, Women's March 2018. Alright, so um, without anything else to add, I'll say that it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, you know, click like, subscribe to us on um, sound, iTunes or SoundCloud where you go for your podcast. Now, let's be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Apple Sacred Falcon. If you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. So, um, Johnny Silver Cloud, So Brother Number One of Kind, 
signing out. Peace.